You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, I gotta be honest, I kind of <laughs> question maybe visiting that place. I think that it would be genius. I already have come I, up with, I came up with a name in like two uh, seconds. Oh, no, I think the marketing would probably be fantastic. You yeah. have a great name, a great logo. The problem is when it comes down to the actual product. Oh, like, I who's think Who's going to be doing the cooking? Oh, me, Chef Sarah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Chef no. Sarah's, what, what would Chef it be Sarah called? Chef Sarah can do anything. I know exactly what it would, should I already like no, say what it would okay, be No, okay, don't say it yet. I came up I with the name if, in like five seconds. S- nope, like two seconds. I want to see if anybody would actually be willing to visit this. So uh-huh. we're, we're going to talk about you that. You know they would. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Got a lot of stuff to get to today. We're going to address a couple of things here in just a second. But I do want to say... Thank you for two people. One, the people who goes who go to funemploymentradio.com and subscribe. More than two people. I know I really kind of screwed that up right out. Right what are you doing over right there? there. Um, <clears throat> well, Greg's been like pulling the he's been pulling the train all week, so you know what he gets. Uh, you can say I'm whatever. A, I'm allowed a mulligan on that one. Okay, sure one can. mulligan, one mulligan. Um, I do want to thank everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and subscribes to our live stream. It is uh, it is an important thing. Six ninety a month, first week is free. I know a lot of people can't do it or they're not able to listen live, but uh, when if you can do it, it is a big support to us and it really does go a long ways. And not trying to say anything. I mean, as long as you listen to our show, that's fantastic. But uh, an extra special thank you to those of you that mm-hmm. subscribe. But what everybody can do is go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. Oh my gosh, who doesn't love going to Amazon? And, you know, f- going to Fun Employment Radio and clicking on the Amazon. It is link. the best way to experience. What the World Wide Web has to offer. Just go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon the www, link. Greg? www.http colon forward slash forward slash www dot f. No, okay. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I thought you were like having some sort of episode over it there. It does kind of sound like that. Okay, regrouping. Um, so, so definitely go to our website. Click on the Amazon link. Also, coming up on today's show, we're going to play an interview that I pre-recorded with Mr. Josh Johnson. He is a comedian. He's got an, an uh, album out on Comedy Central's label, his comedy album, and it's called I Like You. And Josh called into the show, and we talked for a while. He is a fellow uh, short person. Oh, and he addresses his shortness. Was that like in an his instant set? bond, or was he like? Is he I like don't know. A friend of the short people, or is he like angry about being a short person? No, and that's what I tried to address because you have to be delicate when it's uh, when it's short people oh, interviews. You don't know what, what kind of short person you're no, dealing with. Because I'm yeah. a short person who's always been short, so I'm very comfortable with being for- short. You know, it's I'm a short American. It's who I am. Um, but Josh, I wasn't sure if he was one of the people where they grew up like tall, like they were tall until like maybe middle school, and then just stopped growing and never. But he passed him by because I feel like those are the people that have short man syndrome. And I, I tried to delicately address it since we were over the phone and not in person. You know, you can assess that a lot better. But it was a short on short conversation just to mm-hmm. see where we stood on the issues. So uh, that's uh, that's part of the interview. That's well, and you as a short person, you know, like how squirrely short people can be. They can be. But there's all kinds of different short people, Sarah. I mean, we're not all the same. You know, I hate it when we're judged as just being like, oh, you're all short people. Greg, you must I, be just like this. We're different. I do say, we like, if have, you, you're the kind of short person that I can get along with. Because if you were an angry short person that could not, like, has not come to terms with the fact that you're just going to be small forever. Yeah. Like, then I don't think that we'd be able to work together. Because Those, you'd be, like, you you at least can embrace your shortness. You mm-hmm. don't mind when people make fun of your shortness. No. Because if you did, we would have not I'm lasted past, like, week one of the oh, show. Oh, I wouldn't be able to leave the house. No. If I, if I couldn't handle it. 
short joke. No, I mean, I'm proud of, of who I am as a short American. Uh, so Stop anyway, saying short American. <laughs> you know if you ever had an album for anything, it would have to be called Short American. Short American, right? yes. Okay, just I'm, I'm, I'm 100% fine with that. Why would I not be fine with that? Are you implying there's something weird about it? No, Absolutely not. Right, You're we'll doing that, just we'll fine. Let that one go. You're doing just anyway, fine. Anyway, interview with Josh Johnson coming up here in just a little bit. But um, I do want to address one thing, though, uh, before we go too much further and go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Uh, as you know, listeners of Fun Employment Radio, Sarah had... Uh, Emergency surgery last week. We don't need to go into all of the details yeah, right now. Yeah, if you want to hear, I mean, you can you can listen to the past shows. It was it was yeah, a lot. Plenty of shows where we we'd explain it. Um, but yeah, she had emergen- emergency surgery, um, in, invasive abdominal surgery. So I don't know if there's another kind of. No, that's exactly what it was. Like I was really ab- impressed. Abdominal that you surgery. Just did that mouthful right there? That was good. And somehow I did it. Emergency uh, invasive ad- abdominal surgery. See, yeah. but you couldn't get it though. I could. See, I, I it. know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm feeling pretty proud of myself. Anyway, you had that, and uh, we know. You know, I've, we've had a lot of people write in over the years who have had surgery and different kinds of issues, and um, you know, it happens to all of us uh, at some point or another, and. Sarah is still in a recovery stage. I am, and I'm... Uh, Part of the problem here is... So Sarah's been actually staying over at my house in my basement, so she doesn't have to stay by herself in her... Um, in her, in her when you say... Can you just like stop saying your basement? Sad. Just saying staying over... You don't have to like specifically say in the basement. Well, I mean, but you are. That makes it sound sadder. But is, is that sadder, or is it sadder that... So staying it's, so over you at my house so she doesn't have to be alone? Be alone in her studio apartment? That Instead, was like she's the staying in my thing, basement. That was the meanest oh thing gosh, I think you've ever sad. said to me. It does sound sad when we say it that way. Oh. Well, I wasn't trying to make it sound sad. I was sad. already sad today, and I know, I was trying sadder. to say... I was just trying to say, you know, you're staying over there so you don't have to be alone. And, you Stop know, you're, saying so I don't <laughs> have to be alone. You know, and then I can, I can help you out. I mean... I was trying to say that it's a good thing. Anyway, um, Sarah's over there. Part of the problem here, though, with uh, this show is, you know, we do this show every day, and naturally we took some time off. Um, It's hard not to do this show because we love doing it, but Sarah is also really, really stubborn and is having a hard time taking time off, and I just want to make sure it's clear that I am not uh, insisting she comes no. in here and do, does No, I want to do the show. I can't keep her from doing it. I can't tell you how fucking lonely and boring it is in recovery like I'm trying I'm trying to learn how to relax it's been let's see I so I had my surgery last Thursday so Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday Monday Today Tuesday, so it's been Wednesday, six days August 9th uh, yeah so yeah. it's been six days I'm on my sixth day of recovery so tomorrow it'll be a week um, since I had the surgery and I am just not good at at staying still for long periods of time yeah and it is just like mentally this has been like killing me for I, I just uh, uh, I don't know it's just she's it's having really, a hard time with it it's really hard and yeah. um, and your body is still recovering yeah. you know so I'm no super person like this this sucks and like it it hurts still I mean not like aggressively hurts but it hurts enough to the point where you know it's still hard to walk I just went out in public today um for one of the first times I went to um, Fred Meyer to go get like an iced coffee and some food and I forgot like when you've been at, you know injured and you know in a in an isolated place and then going out like how overwhelming the public can be mm-hmm. like it's super overwhelming because like I went in there you know and I'm walking all weird because like my stomach still hurts and I'm like you know hoping that I don't explode as I'm walking and you know and everything's so loud and people are so fast and it was just it was 
it was so over. So I got into the studio, and this isn't. Don't feel sorry for me or anything, but I, I was just super emotional. I started like crying. I was like this is. I feel super overwhelmed right now. Like I, you know, because when you're not feeling well and you're living in kind of like your own sick bubble, like you know, mm-hmm. like you kind of forget. And like and I'm really active in life. Like I ride my bike a jillion miles a day. I go walking. I haven't been able to do anything except for, you know, read books and drink water. Yeah, and. I watch mean, Felicity. You, you watch a lot of Felicity. <laughs> I, know that. I only have like 15 episodes left, oh and God, God damn it, I'm going to finish Thank it. Goodness. I um, yeah, I mean, you you need you need to be still though. I mean, it's it's very hard. I know. I can only imagine. Like, I would have a hard time with it too because we're we run around. I mean, we're self-employed people who you got to hustle. I mean, that's how you make your yeah. your livelihood. You hustle. All the time, and we, I don't need to get into that. There's lots of people that hustle, no matter what you do. But it it is difficult to take that break. But you have to. You've got to. You've got to take that time because you got to recover. I know. I you can't know? tell I you. I mean, how. that is a major thing that you went through, and you got to let yourself. You got to let yourself relax. So, I know, and I'm trying. I'm so, trying, and I do feel like so. Everyone's like, "All right, don't overdo it." Like yeah. you, you're gonna feel better. And I do feel like today when I was like overly confident, like walking into Fred Meyer, like let's go to the studio, let's do mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And then when I walked it and like got into my car and I just like burst into tears, I'm like, "Oh my god, what is wrong with you?" Like because you have no, I have no control over my emotions either, and I'm just like, because I still don't feel. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's still a traumatic experience. And this yeah. was a surprise surgery. This wasn't something that you had like months to prepare for mentally or weeks. That's a good like, point. I never, didn't even okay, think about that. I'm going to have to go through this. I've got, you know, a plan for how much time you have to recover. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that that makes it any easier, but at least you would be a little bit You're mentally prepared. Slightly mentally this prepared. Was, yeah. <laughs> you woke up like normal on Thursday and by the end of the day part, you were, you know, operated on. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I found out I had something, a giant foreign object in my body that yeah. was then removed from my body. It was so creepy. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, Vicky, so tr- Vicky is saying in the chat, uh, wait, you drove. And this is, again, this is Sarah I'm not on my pain. I, I did, yeah, I'm not, not on, on my pain medication. I didn't take it at all last night because my parents are also freaking me the fuck out that I'm going to get addicted <laughs> to fucking pain pills. So now okay. I'm in pain trying not to take my pain you pills. You don't. You, you are I know. prescribed pain pills. I know. So I'm trying to... My dad's like, well, what about like ibuprofen and Tylenol? You can take those. So I was taking those this morning. It's not helping. Sarah, you're not going to become addicted. I know. I know. It's have the Catholic guilt. Thing. I don't even have enough to become addicted. I don't even care enough to become addicted. If it's not even pain, fun. Take some of your pain pills. I know. I will. I will. I'm going to. As soon as I'm done driving, I'm going to yeah. run. I'm running home. I'm going to take a shower, and then I'm going to go back to uh, Greg's basement so I'm not alone. <laughs> that didn't mean it that way. And watch Felicity. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, then I don't have to hear Felicity. That's true. That is kind of better. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. No, I want to watch it upstairs. Felicity. No way. We got an email because I was complaining about how Sarah's watching so much Felicity over at my house, and... Uh, let me see here. It was somebody that just wrote in. I believe it was Brian. I got that in. same email. Yeah, said Felicity is a fantastic show. Unironically, they um, said Sarah. I'm so glad you're okay. That's scary and awful. <coughs> and Greg, you're forever awesome for being such a good friend during the worst of circumstances. Even though it keeps bringing up, bringing up that I'm lonely and living in a basement. Oh right my now. gosh! Come on. <laughs> but seriously, how dare the both of you disparage one of the best series of the late '90s, early 2000s? I've said my piece. Keep up the funny. <laughs> Sincerely, Brian. Brian. I'm, I'm still watching it because I like it. I like Felicity. Ugh. I'm not saying it, but like I get made fun of so much, and like every time Greg will walk in and how see, often have you been on pain pills while you're watching Felicity? No, but I've drank like. Have like, you watched? When I started it since watching. It, I was off? drinking like wine. Have you watched it since you since you are off the pain meds? 
I mean, not today. Maybe, no. maybe you should give it just like 15 minutes, then take the pain medication. And just so you have an accurate judgment on uh, I on feel like, I, I mean, I watched it years ago and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some like twist at the end, which I can't remember. It was because it's, it's one of J.J. Abrams' first shows. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it weird. seems like a teen, like college drama kind of thing. But then there's like some weird, like time travel thing at the end that Aaron and I were talking about. And I can't remember what happens. Okay. But um, yeah, well, I'll let you know, Greg. All right, fair enough. I'll let you know because guess guess where this lonely girl is going to be today? In your house watching Felicity. <laughs> that is okay. All, All right, right, so anyway, right, just wanted to bring said, that up and talk about that. So, you know, over the next couple of days, we'll see how Sarah's feeling, what we're going to do so, so, yeah. as far as shows. And we do have a guest for tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to Sarah be... Sarah can't, I will do it. I am going to be just fine. I'm going to go home and rest. I appreciate you being worried. It's fine. It's just, it's an emotional roller coaster too. I'm feeling like physically better. I'm feeling emotionally better to spend a little bit. It's like every every single person has gone through something that is slightly traumatic for them that you have to kind of work through. And I'm mm-hmm. still I'm still in the throes of working through it. I'm a human, and yep. we will. I will get past this, and everything's gonna be it's gonna be okay. Okay, especially tomorrow because I am gonna go out and see Courage play tomorrow. That's true. Courage is playing tomorrow. That's our that was our surprise announcement. Oh, I have an update on that. So tomorrow. Just, it just so happens that all the members of Courage are going to be in town at the same time. And um, so at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division, at 5 p.m. We're doing a 5 p.m. show. I can't remember. the early bird special. I don't know when we, the last time is we've ever played Can you 5 please PM. call it the early bird special? Or a venue this small. Let's be honest. So it's been a long time. Oh my god! It's been a long time since Courage has done this. Um, also, we have my abdominal practiced. pains could not handle the exasperated gasp that I just gave when Greg said that the <laughs> also, venue is so small. Also, we uh, <laughs> we haven't played together in three years, so we're going to see how this works out. But I do have a confirmation: there will be a Stonebrooks, aka Murky Bongwater, in attendance. So oh all three members will be there. And behind the scenes, the best thing ever is watching Greg freak out, realizing that he actually has to like perform tomorrow and realizing also that it's been years since they performed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you guys are practicing tonight, right? Uh, Gavin and I are, yeah. yeah. Are you gonna... practicing in my basement? <laughs> yes, you will have to be kicked out of out of your basement. Yeah, okay. that's true. Actually, you will you will have to leave the basement for for a couple hours. For that. I don't want to leave the basement. Can you be dragging my arm behind me or something? <laughs> All right. So well, I will so be yeah. there. So also for Greg, uh, I'm super excited for the show tomorrow. And also, and if I seem to be acting weird, I am acting weird. Just give me a break because I'm going to be yeah. probably overwhelmed. Well, we, we don't have a a ton left here today because we do want to play our interview here with Josh Johnson. But, but I do want to talk about the thing at the beginning. Yeah, so can you explain why it is we're bringing up like the idea of Sarah having a <laughs> pop-up restaurant? All right, <laughs> this is the most random thing. But I swear, all of our things have, they come from somewhere. And this came from, the pop-up restaurant idea came from, I was looking for stories today and found this thing that it's a new Cheetos promotion that they're doing and it's called The Spotted Cheetah. Have you... Have you seen this? Have you I heard about saw this? It, I saw it posted, but I want to I wanna know some more. All right. So this is a pop-up restaurant that's going to be- And we do know, just for everybody who doesn't know- uh, Greg loves Cheetos. I like Cheetos. You have Cheetos sitting right in There's, front of you. Stop it. You're not supposed to admit <laughs> to that that that's in front of my face. I will say, though, since I've been hanging out at Greg's house, oh, I have found- Oh, you start revealing secrets? I'm going to make it- I'll, I'll turn off Felicity. I was going to say, I found that I, too, have a new love of Cheetos. Wow, Greg. Are you going to, like, just, what are you doing, snooping around while I'm No, I'm eating work? all the Cheetos that you buy. Have you been snooping? I don't have the energy to snoop, and I don't want to, I'm afraid of what I would find if I snooped. I well, don't want to snoop. snoop. I'm not going to. 
I see a whole bunch of bags of open Cheetos, so I eat them. There aren't a whole bunch of bags of open Cheetos. There's like three. That is not true. There's like three. That's a bunch. There is... A, that is simply untrue because I wouldn't open another bag if one is already open. And B, I'm not the only person that lives there. I've got two roommates, too. And you're you're revealing a lot of information. That you're, you're okay, I wasn't like trying to These say anything about you. I was saying I, I like at home, Cheetos. I have my secrets. I was saying I like Cheetos now. I've been eating a lot of Cheetos. Wow. Mm. Oh, my God. Somebody's a little knee-jerk reaction-y. There you go. Don't okay. snoop. I'm not snooping. Oh, my God. Anyway, so there's a pop-up restaurant. Don't go upstairs. I do, I do not want to go upstairs. Okay. I will not go upstairs. All right. Um, the Spotted Cheetah. So there's this new pop-up <laughs> restaurant in Cheetos uh, starting. It's in uh, it's Manhattan. Manhattan. So wait, so it's so it's a Cheetos. It's an actual Cheetos restaurant. Right, so it's uh, so it's a restaurant and it's called uh, the Spotted Cheetah. And it's <laughs> the headline reads Cheetos by Chester, food by Anne Burrell. Anne Burrell, Cheeto Masteress. Who's Anne Burrell? I don't know. She's a, she's a chef. Celebrity chef. Says, oh, okay. as all of you hopefully know, I have a passion for cheesy, crunchy, and downright delicious food. <laughs> After years of cooking up dishes infused with my cheesy snacks, I was over the moon to discover... Wait. Wait, is this Chester Cheeto that's talking? Oh, Chester Cheetah. This is Chester Cheetah writing this. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. This okay. is getting just more and more embarrassing. All right, so he said, as all of you know, a passion for cheesy, crunchy, blah, blah, blah. I was over the moon to discover that Cheetos connoisseurs had started sharing and liking their own Cheetos creations. Uh, all of the Cheetos sushi rolls, Cheetos bagels, and Cheeto, uh, cheesy Cheetos pizzas gave me a brilliant idea to recruit the most dangerously uh, cheesy celebrity chef, Ann Burrell, to help elevate my almost perfect Cheetos recipe for the first Cheetos restaurant, The Spotted Cheetah. So how does it work at, for a Cheetos restaurant? All right, so what you can do, like, you can join the wait list so you can reserve your oh, it's spot a wait now. List. No, I'm so you can, you can try and book a table. Let's see. So uh, let's try and book one for 10.30 p.m. tonight. Wait, where's this place at? It is in New York. Okay, well, I, I guess I could technically get to New York by 10.30 tonight. Oh, let's see. So it's at, yeah, the Spotted Cheetah is at 211 West Broadway, which I think might be near um, uh, you, uh, Times Square. I okay. Think it's near that, yeah. Uh, regar- regardless, it's in New York tonight. So it's in New York you tonight. Know. Sure. Yeah, yeah so I'll, you can do I'll that. Easily make it there. Actually, my buddy, my buddy Michelle is in New York right now. I just saw her post a picture. I'm gonna see if maybe she she wants me to make a reservation for her for, at the Spotted Cheetah. Okay. Yes. Check with I'll check see. with Michelle. She can be our correspondent for <laughs> yeah, the. Yeah, uh, you know Michelle. I do. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, that she'd be Spotted Cheetah. She'd be done with it. Who wouldn't be done with it? Okay. I'm. I'm gonna lie. I would go to this. I'm I know you would because I see it right now. So they've got. Cheetos meatballs, Cheetos taco. Oh, I don't know about Cheetos taco. The one thing I can say, though, that Cheetos is... Cheetos crusted fried pickles and creamy ranch. Gross. Pickles are Cheetos gross. Cheetos grilled so. cheese and tomato soup? Mm, gross. Tomato soup is gross. Uh, no. What's good, what I'm seeing right here is they've got mac and cheese with the fiery Cheetos, like, crunched up and sprinkled over the top of it. That is honestly probably amazing. Yeah. That is probably so good. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would definitely eat that. I mean, Cheetos but, and tacos sound like it'd be kind of good. Nah, no, Doritos and tacos go well together. Not, not Cheetos. That's wrong. So, if you were to start one, if you had a pop up restaurant, like well, I know exactly what it would be. I, I already have the brand. I already have the yeah, things so in my head. So, what is the name of it? You said you would reveal. Yeah. So, um, as we all know, there are a lot of. Uh, I like a lot of foods. The most notably, I like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. 
Yeah, hot hot dogs have kind of fallen to the wayside. I haven't had a hot dog in a while. Macaroni and cheese is always like my steadfast. Like it's always it's always what I like. It's always there for you. Yeah, hot dogs come and go. Macaroni and cheese is forever. Yeah, but uh, particularly, it's not all macaroni and cheese that I like. It's craft macaroni and cheese. Yes, in the blue box Mm -hmm. because I'm a 36 year old woman. Yep. And in particular, you like the Canadian stuff, don't you? Oh yeah, craft dinner. Yeah, that's Kraft what Dinner is, yeah. is so much better than uh, regular is, mac and cheese. What is honestly different about it? Has, it has uh, it's like a creamier powder. It has uh, more noodles in the box. It just it tastes better. Like the powder, uh, the cheese itself tastes better. The noodles taste better. It's I wonder just, what is the difference. Is there an actual difference, or is it I just mean, in your your head? No, it's not in my head. Like remember, I think we did like a taste test, and I could tell the difference immediately. You're right. Between. I think we did do that. Yeah, it's a different taste. So what I would do, so since uh, Cheetos has the Spotted Cheetah, a restaurant by Cheetos, with their with their celebrity chef Anne, mine would be called Crafts Crafts. <laughs> Wait, what? So crafts of K, then Crafts with the C, and then Crafts 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 by Chef that Sarah. That is difficult to say. Crafts 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 Crafts. Crafts, yeah. crafts. By crafts, Chef Sarah. Crafts. And I could make anything with noodles, but crafts, it has to be like craft macaroni Sarah. and cheese. So I could make. So what are, what are your examples? Oh my God, I could make so many things. I, I can't even begin. I could make a, some sort of like macaroni lasagna kind of thing, which I was kind of thinking <laughs> about, which would be delicious. Like some sort of lasagna with like, um, you know, some maybe the craft cheese powder with some like cottage cheese and sausage and that kind of stuff. That would be amazing in there. Um, I could do like basic bitch mac and cheese. That's not you even know. cooking anything. That's no, just where you can get like a box. where you get like a bowl of mac and cheese and a glass of rosé. <laughs> Give you the basic bitch meal. Got you. That's pretty yeah. good. No, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. I'd like one of the basic bitches, please. Um, maybe I could do some sort of macaroni salad kind of thing for like the person who's healthier. Take the macaroni noodles, maybe toss them a little bit. You know, get them nice and chilled with a nice uh, balsamic. Maybe some sort of, you know, like some heirloom tomatoes in there. Mix it all around with some feta. That sounds really good. Oh, I think I'm hungry. Yeah. Make like some, like macaroni, like macaroni salads. That's it. That's genius. Macaroni salads. So it's not macaroni salad, but it's salads with macaroni in them. Macaroni salads. At Sarah's, uh, Chef Sarah's Crafts Crafts. Mm-hmm. Craft, craft. So that's three. Is there anything else that you would do? I mean, there's so many. I can make all kinds of sweet. What about mac and cheese burrito? Like what I could do is I can take all the noodles, I can mush them together into like a sweet cannoli kind of thing for like some sort of, uh, you know, some decorative dessert. <laughs> Ew, that just sounds gross. Just mush them real good. Smashed up craft dinner mm-hmm. in a cannoli? It. Well, I mean, that's what it is. It's like a big noodle. Just put like a, you know, put stuff in there. <sighs> put like compote and some sort of... Some uh, what? Some compote. What's compote? It's like a... It's a compote. It's fine. I honestly don't even know what compote. What is compote? Well, look it up. I don't have the time to tell you. I mean, my, am I going to feel silly for not knowing mm-hmm. what a compote is? Oh. Simple fruit compote, a dessert originating from medieval Europe. I know. So this thing instant cease and desist with crafts, crafts. But I'm saying if I work with craft, like this, this chef is working with Cheetos. Why can't I contact craft and be like, hey, I know that your market is 10 year old children. <laughs> but what about if we can make it a delicacy? Because I'm a crazy 36 year old lady. And I can make people. I could make people. Why don't you contact them? Who knows? They could be into it. It's Portland. There's. I've been talking about macaroni and cheese my entire life. Yeah. If anybody could do this, it could be me. It is Portland. I, I mean, am. I am not. A, I am not a cook, but I make the best macaroni and cheese that my sister has ever had. We're the land of food carts. I mean, we have a million food carts, prob- probably, in this city. Um, I could see craft. Maybe they'd want to do something with that. 
mm. team up. Crafts, crafts doesn't really. Oh, Eddie says crafts, crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not crafts, crap. Good, Eddie. It's, it's crafts. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe, maybe I'm saying would... I can see it, and it's kind of spelled in like noodle art, but like hip noodle uh-huh. art, like macaroni noodle art. You would actually take the noodles and spell it out. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm totally like, but have like the crafts, and then crafts would be spelled in the noodles. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I think like the macaroni salad thing is real good. Like you know, really cold. You really stick it on that one. Yeah, you really like. Yeah, because you that get one. some. You get some carbs, but it's also like mm-hmm. high protein. You mm-hmm. just have to know how to word this shit for sure. anyone to want it. Yeah, I still don't think uh, you're firing on a hundred percent because crafts, crafts. I'm not sure if that's the right uh, marketing tool for it. Yeah, and then like if, since it would be like a pop up, like if you do bring children there, then uh, they can make like you know macaroni necklaces in the corner. Oh, you can so make so. your own jewelry. They can no, maybe it doesn't even for children. Maybe it's just 21 and over, and um, and you can make your own macaroni noodle art and wear it. Oh, I would totally be down to make my own jewelry while I'm sitting there and waiting for my macaroni salad. You sure you didn't take your pain pills? I didn't take my pain pills. Okay, all right. I just wanted it to could make just sure be there. the blinding pain that's making me a little crazy. I asked that uh, <laughs> right when I asked that at the very same time. Mr. Jakey in the live chat just wrote to clarify: Sarah didn't take her pain pills today. <laughs> All right, Should well like, you can work on it. We'll we'll work on it, and then we'll get a hold of craft. I lost we'll work I'll go. I'll, I'll make some sketches while I'm watching Felicity on my pain pills today. Oh boy, that's going to be fun for me. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and um, why don't we play our interview? Because we've got our interview here right now with Mr. Josh Johnson. So Josh called in uh, actually a few days ago. This was before the craziness of what happened last week. Um, so I didn't get a chance to play the interview. Josh was calling in from I have no idea where he was, to be honest. I don't. I'm just thinking about that. I don't think I ever asked him where he was. But nonetheless, that has nothing to do with the interview. So I'll move on from that. Mulligan number two. So Josh Johnson, <laughs> uh, his album, I Like You, out on Comedy did Central Did Josh Johnson Records. like you? I don't know if he did it first. Okay. It, <laughs> I'll be honest, he was um, a little unsure at first, uh, which made me a little unsure. But the more we go, the, the better it got. Once oh. we got to this short thing, I think it was a little bit, I don't know if he knew did if I was making fun of him for the short thing. Because I was like, no, I'm a short guy. And uh, I, oh. I thought we could have a short-on-short relationship, you know, as short Americans. Um, but I don't know. It was a little confusing at first, but we worked our way through it. Oh, good. And then it ended up being fine. Also, he recorded his album. That's one thing I was going to say. His album, I Like You, and we talk about it in there, recorded uh, at the same time as Shane Torres recorded his album in New Orleans. Oh, awesome. Yeah, uh, he, I think Josh went first and then Shane went second, but they recorded both albums in the same night. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, little little tidbit there, a little Portland tie-in. But all right, let's go ahead and play it. Here it is. Um, Am right. I playing the ID? Oh, yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh Johnson, right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we are joined now by Mr. Josh Johnson, whose album, I Like You, out on Comedy Central Records. I'm assuming you can buy it anywhere um, and, and at least uh, get, that, uh, get that ordered right away. Uh, we are joined now by Josh. Josh, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks. And so the album just came out last week. Is that right? Yes, sir. Congratulations. That is fantastic. Um, so I wanted to, to just talk about the album for a second. Like, what was your inspiration for it? Because it's titled I Like You. And what, what, was the, what was the inspiration behind all of this? 
you know, I think a lot of it had to do with just like uh, people as I was growing up and everything, and like it was uh, basically the the phrase that was hardest for me to say, just being nervous in front of girls and nervous, <laughs> you know, in new friendships and stuff. And it was like, because especially like as a guy, when you say it, you're either saying it to a girl that you like, which is a scary thing, or you're saying it to another guy that you just want to be your friend, but you just don't want to put out the wrong message, you know? So it's like... I can totally I relate like to that. I, yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like I don't know. I, I, I touch on stuff like this a little bit on the album, but it is just a funny thing where it's like, you just don't know. And like, as a guy, it's like, okay, so are we like brothers yet? Like, like as you're making these like male friendships, you're like, oh, so we're like close, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like you want to check in and make sure you're doing it right. Or am I, am I, yeah, where are we at in this? I don't want to overstep my yeah. bounds, but I don't want you to think I don't like you. Yeah, it's a it's a tough right. call. <laughs> um, one yeah. of the things I wanted to ask you about right off the bat. So uh, I'm a short guy, and I know you talk about that in your set being being short is one of the things yeah. I saw you bring that up. So I have a theory on this. Now I want to ask you: um, Have you always been short? Like growing uh, up? Yeah, I've always been pretty little. Okay, me too. And. I have this theory because I get asked a lot, uh, not that I have it, but people bring up, oh, yeah, what about those short guys with short man syndrome? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. The guys are like over-aggressive. Um, yeah, like, like Napoleon Complex. Yeah, exactly. And those guys, I feel like, give all short guys a bad name. But my theory is this. My theory is that at one point they were tall, maybe growing up, and then like maybe about middle school they stopped growing and then became the short guys. So they had like the, the, the life of being a tall like a tall kid and then it went away. And so maybe they're constantly trying to make up for it. That's my theory on it. I mean, I, I almost hope the world's that fair, but like, <laughs> I just don't remember having a point where I could call anybody pipsqueak or something, you know? Like, oh yeah. Like I, I think that the people with Napoleon complex, I think it's just like, <laughs> it's just one of those things that like, uh, if I can do this thing, if I can achieve this, or if I can be the best at this or something, like no one will see that I can't see above the counter or something. <laughs> like, like that's like that's where the the complex comes from. But I do feel like you know, there's no there's no high heels for men, so you just have to be that. You know, you yeah. just have to be where you are, which is fine. I mean, right. I feel like one of the benefits of Napoleon complex though, is that it's like, it becomes like, I had a joke. I've been, you know, just like working on a little bit about how my friend was complaining to me that men don't get makeup. Like we, we don't have a makeup. So if I walk out looking busted, everybody can just <laughs> see my face, you know, <laughs> like, like there's, there's no hat for my face. So like, I just, yeah, you can just see me. And he was like, men don't have a makeup. And I was like, yeah, men absolutely do have makeup. It's called money. It's like, <laughs> like how many times have you seen like an old dude with money next to a woman that's like way out of the league? They're both wearing makeup easily. Uh, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's their form of cover up. Right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I can I can definitely understand that because I just went down to uh, Mexico to a resort. Um which was awesome uh, about a month ago, but there were so many of those kind of guys there. And you know, it's like, okay, is that your daughter, your girlfriend or your wife? I don't know what the situation is, but clearly you've got a lot of money 
and that's uh, yeah, that's what you're doing there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right? Hey, I I can't help but feel like no matter which one of the three she is, this is wrong. Like <laughs> exactly, yeah. Something's like, not even, right. Even if she's your daughter, you're hugging too tight. Like yeah, if there's a ugh. question, it's like yeah, okay. Maybe maybe you need to back off a little bit. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, um, uh, talking about your comedy, and you know, you've had an incredible last couple of years. Because I was taking a look, you were named one of the new faces at Just for Laughs in 2016. So just last year, um, you were named one of Comedy Central's comics to watch in 2015, and you've been on all kinds of performances, including Bridgetown here in Portland, which is where we're at. Um, and it's just how has it been? Just this, uh, all of this, you know kind of success that's come over the last couple of years? Has it shaped your comedy or your perspective on things? Um, I mean, I think people would be surprised how little my life has changed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like sometimes there's a, there's a perception there as opposed to a reality. I mean, uh-huh. I do feel, you know, like very blessed and, and, you know, to be able to travel and just do what I want to do and everything is, is like, it's one of those things that's hard to describe because then if you do run into a problem, nobody wants to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, dude, you don't have problems. Yeah. You're on television. Yeah. It's like you, you make money telling jokes and please stop talking to me. You know, (laughs) I have to wake up at a certain time tomorrow. I don't want to talk to you about whatever you think a problem is. Oh yeah. And, And so like, you know, I'm also being, uh, being trying to be very, uh, like laid back about the situation. Cause I think that as, as things do start happening there, there does become this pressure to deliver. Cause it's like, okay, like this is this last thing that happens really big. So your next thing has to be bigger. So I think sometimes that's in my head, but overall I'm just having a good time and, you know, that's uh, good. just enjoying, you know, my life and everything and, and trying to make everybody happy around me is important to me and stuff. And like, and when, even when I did Bridgetown this year again, it was just so dope. Cause like, I feel like, I don't know, tell me what you think about this. Cause I've only been to Portland for Bridgetown, the times that I've done it. Okay. But it seems like Portland is like an adult. It's like an adult Disneyland almost where it's like, yep. It's like incredible how people like people are very open, but people are also like unabashedly, like they're, they're very, they're very excited and proud to be, uh, odd and they very much embrace, you know, like it's like yeah. an entire city that's never been bullied and like, <laughs> and that's great. But look, that's great. I like that. All I'm saying is that Portland, I think Portland is one mean black teenager away from completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> from just breaking down in tears or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All it, all it really takes is like if, if any one of the girls I grew up with, like like if like if Quanda was in Portland right now, just roasting people as they walk down the street, it would just I don't know, like I don't know what the landscape would look like after that. Like if she moves there, it's over, and she's not even a teenager anymore. She's a grown woman, but she's still just as me. Yeah. Oh, I had one. It was Sabrina growing up. Sabrina was the mean girl where at at my elementary school, and she would she had this little posse with her. And she would corner the guys and then kick them. And the, and nobody would ro- run and tell on her because it's just, it's Sabrina. Because if you tell on her, then she's going to go find you again. And it's just going to happen worse. So you just learned to yeah. to don't mess with right. Sabrina. <laughs> 
it's a, I, I was telling one of my friends that the relationship I had with uh, this girl in my neighborhood growing up was exactly like the relationship that Rosie O'Donnell and Donald Trump have. It was like to a T. Like, like she would just be throwing me the just the shadiest side-eye shout-outs anywhere that she was, and then I'd hear about it later. Like, I remember, I don't know if you were watching that second debate, Oh yeah, Donald Trump went, I said it's a very tough face to Rosie O'Donnell, and we can all agree that she deserved it and nobody feels sorry for her. And then he moved on to his next point. <laughs> And this girl did the same thing to me in junior high. <laughs> I was just sitting, I was just sitting in my yard, and she passed by. She's like, "You're ugly, and nobody feels sorry for you." And then, <laughs> and then just kept walking. So to think that she's like a speechwriter now for like the president of the United States is just she's going places. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Just drive-by insults, just throwing them at right? people. Wait, is she an, right, actually yeah, a writer? In the car. No, no. Okay, no. yeah, because it does like make it sense. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, well, going around the country now, you know, and and performing because I'm, I'm assuming, are you still on the road a lot, or has it kind of um, changed a, a little bit? bit. You know, I'm I'm on the road a good bit. Uh, I think right now I'm just like in between. Summers are always a little slow, so I've just been taking the time to relax and stuff. And then in the fall, I'll be getting back into it. Yeah. And um, when you go around, you know, the country and stuff like that, do you ever change up your jokes depending on where you're at or you just kind of do the do the same thing wherever you are, wherever you are? Uh, you know, I don't I don't it's, it's a tough thing to say if I really change or not. I mean, there's always banter and stuff. Right. And shows and, and there's always like a little bit of like even the crowd works not feel different. I think that for the most part, I just know that this particular joke will do better here than it will somewhere else you know like it, it, it's an odd thing because it's like uh, uh people always sort of tag the the south with being super racist and everything mm-hmm. but you know even even if that's true their their humor when it comes to things that are usually like taboo is way more laid back so it's like for the people who aren't racist, they're also like less fun to talk about about things, you know? <laughs> so it's like if I have a joke about race, it's going to do way better in the South because they have kind of just embraced this attitude that, you know, that, okay, you're going to say whatever you're going to say about me and I'll just go with it. But I think up North and in other parts of the country, people are so conscious that it then makes them less fun to talk about those things with you know i could see that being an issue in portland just with sensitivity to everything of not understanding that it's somebody else's joke and they're trying to tell tell their side of the story but then instantly they get introspective about it and worry about something that they've done wrong or get uncomfortable with it i could see that being an issue sometimes up here not not with all audiences but some audiences in portland without saying too much but yeah i could i could definitely see that uh see that yeah and i think it's just a problem with being like overly conscious like it's like like some of that's supposed to be checked at the door like 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 if a comic is like knowingly just berating one person in the audience for like didn't do anything and they're really just going at it's like then maybe you can kind of bring in some of that and be like okay this isn't cool you're clearly doing this because this person is this or and then you can let those sort of politics take over but overall you're just supposed to be there to laugh so like yeah I shouldn't have to outsmart you to then make you laugh. Like, like it, it shouldn't be a fight. And I feel like in very specific places, I'm only talking about like three or four places I've ever been. 
it, yeah. it, it just felt like a fight because it felt like they needed to agree before they could laugh. But by the time you agree, the joke's already over. Right. You've already moved on from that one. Yeah. That's, that is an interesting issue to have to deal with. I never actually thought about it in that way. Um, I did see, uh, so you've got your Comedy Central special coming out. Uh, is that this fall? It's this fall, yeah. We don't have a specific date just yet, but it is this fall. Um, where did you film it at? In New Orleans, actually, which was dope. Oh, nice. Actually, our, our friend Shane Torres, I think, filmed one down there as well in New Orleans um, for a con- comedy Yeah, special. absolutely. We were on the same night. Oh, no kidding. Okay. All right. That's yeah. Oh, that's perfect. So how did you guys do that? Did you each do a set at the same time, or was it separate shows, or...? It was it was one show and I went up before Shane went up. Okay, and then did you do do you film two at in a night or is it just the one shot? Just the one. Okay, okay, that's yeah. th- that's got to be interesting preparing for it. Um, knowing, I mean, you know, and I don't, I don't want to put any pressure on it, but I'm saying that seems like that's a lot of pressure to do it in one half hour uh, segment and just like boom, go knock it out and and everything you know works out from there. Yeah. I think I, I was lucky in that before this happened, uh, I was able to do a lot on the road and I just exhausted it yeah. to the point of like, you know, not only did I know it, but I was like tired of it. So then whenever it came down to, I wasn't worried about forgetting anything because, you know, when it finally came to doing it, I run it like several, several times. Yeah. It's so ingrained at that point that it's just natural going up there and going through the Yeah. Side. Um, do you get, mm-hmm. do you change your material after that? Do you still do that same stuff or do you retire it? Mm-hmm. I pretty much stopped doing it almost right after I, cause I knew I had got the half hour. So I was starting to prepare for whenever I went on the road post half hour. So that way, whenever I did go on the road again, I wouldn't have to worry about falling back on any of those jokes. Cause I feel like it's not the biggest deal in the world. If someone hears a joke in live that they heard on TV and they may even like that. But like overall, I just wanted to have the option to have a completely new hour. Yeah. That was, that was something people would like to see. I mean, cause it, it sucks that comedy isn't more like, uh, I think, I think maybe even Shane talked about this or something, but like, it just sucks that comedy is not more like music. Like no one's gonna, like no one's really going to yell at you an old joke. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> In the in the back of the club, like no, do the one about your dad. Like, like <laughs> no one, no one really cares about that. So yeah. then you do have to kind of retire a lot of things, which is like eh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to be like a joke factory anyway, right? That's got to be difficult though, because you like you spend so much time working on that. But you're right; it is so different than a band. I mean, you're not going to yell at you know, Radiohead, like, I've heard this one before, like, tell me a new one, you know, or play a new song. Yeah. 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 Huh. Well, um, I just want to say again, uh, congratulations to on the album. I mean, that's great. Uh, I like you. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. That's, that's so fantastic. So it's on Comedy Central Records. You got your special coming out later on this year. Um, you're having a great year and that's, that's just so great for you. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Next year is just as good, if not better. Right on. Yeah, and if you uh, make it back to Portland, please let us know and uh, come in studio because we'd love to we'd love to have you in here. Um, where can Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. And where is what's the best way for people to follow you and follow everything that you're doing? 
Uh, so on Twitter, it's just at Josh Johnson. Just that is very hard to get. Uh, yeah, and, I was just uh, going to say, congratulations on snagging the handle. You must have been on top right? of it. Right? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, on Instagram, it's Josh Johnson Comedy. And then um, on Facebook, you just type in Josh Johnson Comedian. I'll pop right up. There's a little verify button and everything. And those are some of the best ways to stay in touch or or if you want to message me or something please do because i do spend a lot of uh morning to afternoons not doing that much (laughs) (laughs) the secret behind the mystery of comedy (laughs) right (laughs) well um that's great and and thank you so much you know for taking some time to call in here and uh again everyone pick up the album i like you on itunes or wherever you buy comedy albums i'm sure you can find it all of those places and josh congratulations again and thanks so much yeah thanks so much for having me man it was great talking you bet You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Josh Johnson, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Awesome. Greg, I'm falling apart. I just accidentally cut my face with my fingernail. Yep, you are indeed falling apart. I don't sir. know what's happening over uh, here. I think uh, <laughs> it's time for you to go rest some more. I that think is maybe I is. should go and take uh, go home and well to my basement and take the pain pills that I'm not addicted it's to. It's your basement now. I know. That's where I live now, Greg. You're going to have to pay me a tithing to have your band practice. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I think that, I think that's good, sir. So why don't, why don't we go ahead and wrap up? But tomorrow, um, I am so excited for tomorrow. Well, tomorrow we're going to be doing a live show. We'll have a special guest that's going to be joining us tomorrow as well. And then, um, what? Who? Sir, <laughs> why don't you just let me handle that part? Okay. Yeah. You've forgotten some things over the time. As was the style. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we got a special guest uh, joining us tomorrow. Uh, Also, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Tomorrow evening, Thursday, 5 p.m., Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Early bird special, which is Uh, free. Early bird rock special, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Courage. Courage will be there playing. So uh, come on down and see see. See what happens there. I mean, normally we spend, we really do, we spend a lot of time prepping and we put on the the big rock show um, on a big stage. More and like arena rock. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, our, our big shows, we put in a lot of time. We, we know what we're doing when it comes to that. This one is going to be interesting because um, we haven't done something like this in quite a long time. So I don't know, but we're going to do it. I'm so excited. We'll be there and we'll Unplugged. have fun. Unplugged. The great thing about Courage Shows is you have fun no matter what. So we'll... I don't, know you, I don't know what to call this. I'm excited for it. So Courage that's Unplugged. That's what it Courage is. Courage Unplugged. Uh-huh. Yeah, basically. So that is tomorrow night. Um, thank you so much, everyone, like I said, for tuning in to Fun Point Radio. And thank you for your support, listening to our show, sharing the shows. If you have a favorite episode, share that. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, we've got some live episodes that are up there right now. So Fun Employment Radio on YouTube and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yes, and that's the way you know whenever we're doing video because we want to keep doing more of it. Yeah, Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. So thank you so much, uh, everyone. You are all fantastic, and uh, we really appreciate the support. Yes, we do. We Thank love you. you all. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>